If you're the kind of dad who's down with OPP and you have no idea what OPP means, and I can tell you it doesn't mean other people's podcasts, then this is the podcast for you. Celebrating suburban dad life, this is Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Welcome back. He's Coach Randy. I'm Adam D. Randy, show number 10. We're in double digits. Number 10, number 10. That's like legit. That's like 10. That's like not a dozen, but 10. I mean, that is like really there. We now have more episodes than some Netflix series. Some Netflix series. So it's a big deal now. Like if I asked you, like... Uh you know, put you on the spot. Yeah. Could you tell me all ten guests? Not that I want you to do it, but but could I you? Probably could. I mean, yeah. we had. Uh, uh, yeah, of course we could probably <laughs> do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, it is. We've had some really great guests. I mean, uh, just a couple of attorneys, a boxer. You know, uh, comedy, comedy, comic books, uh, music tech guys, music guys. Just uh, a lot of variety. Who would have thought? Ten episodes. Ten different dads. And all with great stories. Um, all phenomenal. Uh, but this is... I, not to discredit anybody that's been on our show. We're very pleased. We love them all. I feel like number ten is going to mean something for us. We're going to talk about that in just a bit. But we got some business to take we care of. we got some business to take care of. So first of all, I'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, Berman Branding. www.bermancs.com Berman Branding which is www.bermancs.com. Berman Branding offers a range of consulting services, all designed to help your company reach its full potential. Whether you're looking for a small tweak or a complete overhaul, she has you covered. Becky Berman is a founding member of the firm and accomplished marketing professional. Yeah, she does graphic design. She designed the Bad to the Dad logo. I know you're... Incredibly impressed by that because I look at it every day. And I, do. I'm I, I marvel at it. I, I marvel at it. I she just nailed some, it. And we got merch. Listen, we gotta go. We gotta buy merch. We gotta people go out there buy some merch, get some stuff. We have some gifts coming out. Um, we gotta start really selling this a little better. Yeah. Think our market. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll get out there with with Becky's logo, and of course she does web design as well. Mm-hmm. So, any marketing services you're looking for to really impact your business, have your business really pop. Becky is is the person but, you want to go to, and I'm going to tell you a little. I'm going to a little tease. Ooh, we might. I have, love it when you tease, Randy. <laughs> I, we might have a new sponsor, not just a new sponsor, but it's going to be a sponsor, co-sponsor, really neat event. Hmm. Hopefully in June, here in the West Orange area, and uh, something involving dads and our bad to the dad community. Um, and I'm going to leave it at that. But I'm going to tell you, it could be big. You, you teased it just enough to get people interested without giving it all away. Just, it's going to be in June. All right. All right. So can I, I would imagine by next week, we'll have an idea. Randy, you drew a picture of my morning, <laughs> but you couldn't make my day. I'm rocking, and you're yawning, but you never look my way. I'm licking down your darling in every single way. Your funny flow is foreign, and a green card's on the way. Randy, <laughs> these poetic treasures are not the work of Browning or Yeats or even Allen Ginsberg. No, no. They are the lyrical stylings of one naughty by nature, 
a three-man group from East Orange, New Jersey, that set the hip-hop and pop charts afire in the early 1990s with hits like that one, Hip Hop Hooray. What a dramatic reading. It just kind of, you just kind of threw it in there very subtly. Is the hair on your neck going up or I, is that I, because I felt, of something else? I felt, I felt a little tingling. Hmm. A tingling in pretty body sensations. Well, if you're getting a tingling now, just wait till our guest arrives. That is DJ KG, one of the three members of Naughty by Nature. Of course, there was Vin Rock, there was Tretch. Naturally, I call him Treach in the interview because I totally <laughs> messed that up. And, and DJ KG. Yes. So looking forward to learning a little bit more about not just DJ KG, who, who's going to be an amazing guest, but how did Naughty by Nature happen? How did it all come how together? Come about? And on top of it, what I always marvel at is how do you find these guests? You do an incredible job, Adam. Just really remarkable. One day I'm going to write a book called Perry and Basketball. And this this is all about how we get guests. So yeah. my daughter Perry is a natural networker. She's been watching Dad. Gotcha. And she has friends who have interesting dads, and mm -hmm. she supplies us with guests. Ah. Basketball, of course, is yeah. the other source. Now, last week, if you tuned in, mm -hmm. you heard Derek Canada's story Correct. and his parenting philosophy. Yes. We, lo we love Derek. That was just such a, For a fun Harlem show. Globetrotter. Harlem Globetrotter. And through the same means, through rec basketball, I got connected to DJ KG. Fascinating people living in the area, playing rec ball. Very unassuming people. Well, don't stop playing b basketball. And uh, I think we need to compensate Perry a little bit. She needs to have a little... Uh, we'll get her a bad to the t-shirt. <laughs> bad to the Maybe a keychain. Hey. Give her a key... Yeah, a bottle opener keychain for a 14-year-old. That's a very, very yeah, good idea. that'll go a long way. But you're right, Randy. Is as, long as, the, uh, as long as the body can play, mm -hmm. I say yay. Yay, yay, yay. Well... I'm excited to have him on the show. I think our guests will be excited. And uh, we've come a long way in 10 weeks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm very proud of us. Congrats, brother. Bang it. Boo! Wiggle, 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 wiggle. We just did a fist bump and some other flourishes. Maybe we'll take a picture. Yeah. We should. Oh, okay. We should. Speaking of basketball. Yes. I would like to give a shout out to the rec team that I assistant coached with my good friend Bill That's Rothside. Right. Big, big game. The Storm. Won their rec league basketball championship. The thunder was cracking. Oh yeah, storms coming. Uh -huh. uh, the the uniforms are green, uh -huh. so it was the green rain. The green rain. And here's the thing about this team. Yeah. This is the team that I probably love to coach the most out of all the teams. Yes. Now, this is, I think is is one of those stories where our lives, our professional lives, yeah. kind of converge. So, Randy, you do the coaching thing yes. for parents and athletes. Yes. I'm the corporate HR guy, do a lot of learning and development. Diversity is a big concept now that it's a lot of company, now. diversity inclusion, we're trying to get our arms around that. This has to be the most diverse team that I've ever coached. So let me walk you through it. Mm -hmm. We had two Jewish girls. All right. Shalom. We had, yep, we had two African-American girls. Hey, now. Mm -hmm. We had a Muslim girl who wears the hijab oh, while she plays. Nice. We had... Uh, a Hispanic girl, and we had two, I guess, mixed culture uh -huh. players and one uh, little Irish-American <laughs> girl. And not only were they diverse from an ethnic point of view, yeah. and that's the beauty of this town, sure. but varying uh, age ranges. So it's the middle school team, so you have 6th to 8th. 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. And varying Skills. experiences in yep. basketball, but also, yes, varying levels of talent. And I thought that this was a great life lesson this season yeah. for all the girls because when you start to progress in your academic career, yeah. high school, 
college. Mm -hmm. You start seeing people from all over the world, all over the country. And then you graduate, you find a job. You are yeah. going to be working in a more diverse environment, Correct. ethnically. You know, people, kids, adults of different age brackets, mm -hmm. different generations, mm -hmm. different things to offer, right? Different perspectives. Yeah. And look, you can make an argument. I think it's one of the reasons why we won because they all took care of each other. Mm -hmm. They all learned about one another. And even though everybody was different, they learned to work together for a common goal, and that was to win a championship. So I've, I've always sort of poo-pooed, ah, oh, you know, sports imitates real life. And I'm like, it doesn't. Sports is, it's really in a, in a different lane. But I don't know. I'm starting to, I'm starting First to get all, on board a little bit. They had fun. They had a great time. And when you're on the same team going to, like, together, everybody achieves more. We've talked about that yep. team, right? It doesn't really matter. As long as you're on the same side and you're all there to, to chip in and get together... Those walls and those barriers, especially for kids, they're so easily just not having to worry about stuff like that. It's mm. like when the adults get involved, they kind of mess yeah. things up. And I got to tell you, the parents were amazing, so I want to really? shout out to the parents. They were great. No lollipops, no dumb dumbs? No, you know, we, we had one mom who happens to be a basketball coach. Yes. And she's very passionate about basketball. And we have an understanding. And actually, there was one game where my friend Bill yeah. was not feeling well. And I asked Coach T yeah. to help me out on the sidelines, yeah. and, and she was terrific. Gotcha. And we, we learned a lot about one another. So, you know, you have to sort of pick, so pick, pick, so, pick your so conversation. no fights, no arguments. No. It was no. a nice, healthy game. a great game. group. Of course, Championship Sunday, we had a pizza party Very at nice. Bill's house, pizza and ice cream, some cookies so the girls could get together in a more social so atmosphere. It's all about fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad I decided to coach. You know, mm -hmm. the, the league was hurting for coaches, and Bill, Bill and I are like, should we, shouldn't we? I just started a new job. Yeah. I travel a lot. But I'm so glad I did because it was great to get to know these girls. So Perry and Samantha and Lily and Layla and Emma and Emily and uh, Sierra and mm -hmm. Kylie. Mm -hmm. So thanks for a great Three months. That's impressive. You remembered all of them, just like almost like the seven well, drawers. Only nine kids, and what helps is that you have a lot of similar names. I've got a Lily yeah, and a Layla. That's I've got good. an Emily and an I Emma. Tell you, you know, and there is something you said when you're bad to the dad. Yeah, and we're very proud of our show, and you're a dad. A, it's the time you get to spend with Perry, which is uh, you. It's it's irreplaceable because it's special times and these are shared memories. But I have found that there are times like. Uh, got practice, got a game, and you're so kind of tired and worn down, the moment you get on that field or the court and the girls around you, the kids around you, it is nothing but an energy lifter. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself just kind of going, whatever stuff you were dealing with, it just falls by the wayside because it's fun. These are great kids. Uh, and it's all to have a good time. You're in the moment. Yeah. You're in the moment. Nothing else matters. And, like you said, grades, projects piling up at work. You're in the moment. So congratulations to the Storm. Yay, Storm. Great, great experience. Good way to go out on middle school basketball because Perry will not be in this league. Oh. Henceforth, now because she'll you'll be, be, in high be in high school. school. Yeah, she'll be, be in high school. school. Some high school teams. So. Very nice. Yeah. You know, well, for me, you know, I have a... Big trip coming big up. Big trip coming up. Yes. Alex, you know, he's a senior at Arizona, and uh, he just got his cap and gown. Marvelous. So uh, Marvelous. we're pretty excited, and I'm going to visit with him. I haven't seen him out in school for a couple of years, uh, and we're gonna uh, he's gonna pick me up. I'm gonna meet his girlfriend's parents. Uh, never he, never met the girlfriend. Never met the girlfriend's oh, okay. parents. So uh, he wants me to. So I'm excited. Uh, they're very nice people. Um, uh, Spencer's his girlfriend. 
and then I'm gonna visit my brother at the uh, cemetery. Yep. And a blessed uh, memory, Mark. Uh, Alex has taken an interest into him and his life, hmm. so we'll probably share some stories. And then I get to go meet my. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how he referred to it. <laughs> I guess it's my brother's. Well, so my sister-in-law, even though he's gone, right. my sister-in-law, right. Melissa. It's still your sister-in-law. So she's my yeah. sister-in-law. We're very excited. And uh, she's working. She's getting married uh, in a couple weeks, and she wants me to meet her fiancé. Uh, and then we're going to a Suns game, the Phoenix Suns. Wow. Yeah, they're we, not good this year, are they? They're, they're not, which is why I'm getting really good tickets. They're in, they're in the Zion <laughs> sweepstakes, <laughs> they, too? They, they probably will be. Yeah. But we're going to go. Um, I have my contacts getting me tickets there. We're going to go to a Suns game, stay overnight in a hotel. Right. Uh, do some dad, father, dad, and then the, the morning we're going to drive down to Tucson. What I'm really looking forward to is we're going to the U of A ASU softball game. The, the girls' wow. softball game. It's a, Is that a hot ticket? It is. It's sold out. Yeah. It's I have to imagine Pac-12. Pac-12. Pac-12 softball yeah. is probably a hot ticket. You know, so... Those are some of the best teams in the country. And so we're going to... You know, I'm in softball now. We need a lot of baseball. So I, I think we're just going to do some... Music. What's really funny is he asked me to please... He has friends that want to hang out with me. <laughs> so, well, they must listen to Bad to the Dead. So, so here, here's a funny story. This is the reason why. they. I love his friends. His friends are great. And I did go back to Parent Weekend this weekend because not not many dads were. He's older now. So he's not involved with the fraternity. But two years ago at Dad's Weekend, he was having a party. Uh, it was on a Saturday uh, at his fraternity house. And they had a DJ. And they had, you know, they had tons of beer. They had... Really, these guys walking around with handles of just booze, right? Uh, there's something called the Jim Daly. You know what a Jim Daly is? Tell our listeners what the Jim Daly is. I think it's it's like it's like a um, uh, you know lemonade, iced tea, and but, vodka. Okay, right. So it's and actually so it's if, it's if the Arnold Palmer exactly Arnold alcohol. Palmer goes yes. crazy exactly. That's what and it is. And so there's one kid who's a sweet kid. I, I know I'll see him again. He cracked me up. He kept coming around making sure I had. Enough uh, right. of the drink. Let's get let's right? get my buddy's dad drunk. And so we, we, we played uh, we played um, beer pong. Beer pong. Yeah. I, uh, I hope that's the game that you wanted me to say. Yes. Because you just kept yeah, doing this I, motion with no, your no, hands. It, was, it wasn't quarters. It was beer pong. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, I learned a new term. If you get two in a row, you know what it's called? Please. Balls back. Makes sense. So I was always should have seen that coming. I was looking for balls back mm-hmm. all the time. And it was fun saying balls back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I learned another game in, called in the context, of course. Of beer pong, of because beer pong. You, you use it in so many other applications. Exactly. And so I got my balls back when mm-hmm. you put two in a row. And then I learned another game called Dice, mm-hmm. which is... Are you familiar with Dice? Uh, well, your Dice or the game of Dice? <laughs> well, no, no. What happens is they have like a ping pong table, wooden table. What, what other obscene terminology can you share with me when it comes to Dice? <laughs> this guy, I got to tell you, these, these kids are legit crazy for this game. Mm-hmm. They're serious. Hats on backwards. Uh-huh. I mean, just the way a college kid should be. They throw the dice in the air, yeah. and it bounces off the table, and you have to catch it before it comes off the table. They have... And if e- you don't? If you don't, then you have to drink. Something well, like that. well, I could see a lot of dice yes. falling off the table. Exactly. That's purposely. the whole point. Right? Well, and so you have to catch it, and then they have four dice in the corners. And if a dice falls in, it's really... You guys, I, I'd never seen the game before until I got there. Very serious. But the funny part, had a great time. Uh, so they did the party with the DGs. You know, he, he's an AEPI. Uh-huh. Uh, and they did a joint party with the DGs, Delta Gamma, yeah. who it was Mom's Weekend. Oh. Now, I will tell you, really crazy stuff. In his fraternity, they, they, 
they have a pole in the dance floor because most fraternities, you have to have a pole. So you can imagine what the pole is used for. Uh, however, when you have DG's moms mm-hmm. at the party, <laughs> just so you know, folks, that this is not for decorating a Christmas. <laughs> not like they're putting presents around there, it no presents. or turning it into a candy cane. No, it is mm-hmm. most of the females up oh, on the... Oh boy, I can't wait to hear how this <laughs> turns out. the pole, we're wow. moms. We're yeah, moms. Of course they were. You know, we're moms. Funny, you know, I met a lot of moms, yep. met uh, yep. sweet girls, you know, the guys. And it seemed to be that the fraternity guys and sorority girls goal yeah was to see how much they can get the moms to drink yeah well forget about the <laughs> drinking and maybe the drinking leads to what i'm about to talk about yeah but did you notice that some moms were just really good around the pole almost too good there there's their first rodeo there, there, was, there was one that mm-hmm. attracted a lot of attention of mm-hmm. a lot of the I, I wasn't paying too close of attention, but I know the young fraternity guys were. For some moms, it's like riding a bike. It was something that seemed very familiar, and that seemed to have some talent on said pole. Wow. Uh, some uh, standing ovations, some songs, some grooves. It was uh, a rather fun experience. Uh, <laughs> cracks me up. Uh, and then, uh, as we went through the, the party, which was a great time, I mean, it brought me back to my, my college days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the first time I've always talked to my son about my role because I was in a fraternity. I was a Fiji and talked about stuff that I did. Uh, and so we were in his room and, uh, his friends were trying to get me to drink. Now I might be drinking, but I'm not a moron, right? But what I did, <laughs> what I did is it's all about Tito's, right? And so they this pulled is the, little, this is the vodka, yes, right? And so they're trying to get me to do a shot. I'm not a big vodka fan. I, you know, I'm a, I like the brown You're a bourbon, bourbon guy, right? Yep. Uh, but I'm having some fun, and they put a little, little bit of Tito's in a cup. They say, "Come on, coach." They'll call me coach. Coach, take the shot. I'm like, "That's a shot. That's a, a bad word. You know, the, a pea shot. You know, come on, give me a real shot." So what you're, what you're trying to tell me is, you had a back in my day moment. Exactly. Back in my day, a shot yeah, was not, was poured into a horse trough, yeah, and I is, just shoved this, my whole head in there. This is not a shot. Okay. Right? So. Give me a shot. So they pour somewhere. I'm like, are you kidding me? You think that's a shot? You told that. Do you know who I am? Do you know what I do for a living? Do you know how I can go toe-to-toe that when I was in my fraternity, I was a beer-guzzling hey, do, do you know what I do for a living? <laughs> yes. You're trying to keep kids off the bottle. <laughs> now you're putting their face right, right. into the bottle. I, I, try to, I, I try to stop bullying behavior. I try to stop hazing. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so, now you're the king of peer pressure. <laughs> and I'll, the truth be told, I was the, the champion. Downing beers. My, I don't know what it was about it. I was always the one who could just throw the beer back the quicks. And so, of course, they put some more vodka in. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, come on, guys. Seriously. At what point are you going to stand up and get a pair of stones and put a shot Whoa. there that a real man can handle? Because the truth is, that is nothing but a little bitty, itty-bitty, A.E. Pie fraternity boy shot. I want a big man, big no, tr- egging them on, egging them on, right? So finally, get about a half a cup, mm. right? I go... That's what I'm talking about, right? I go, do you think I can take that? No, no. I go, I can take that. No, you can't. Oh, you want to bet I can't take it? I will take that. I will take that. If you're going up and building up, building up, like, take it. Take was there it. chanting? There was chanting going on. Did it Did it look like a prison riot scene? It was, it was so funny. The night said, you know what? Nah, I don't want it. Oh! oh! Snap. 
They're like, really? I go, are you, are you stupid? I'm not going to drink three quarters of a cup of vodka. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> well, you got them thinking about the proper life decisions. Exactly. So we both had positive experiences yes. to share this so week. I'm, I will be with yep. my son and some of his friends again uh, this week. That's great. We're bad to the dead. Bad to the Dad, the podcast celebrating suburban dad life with Coach Randy and Adam D. Coach, all I can say is thank God for iTunes. iTunes. Because as you know, Hurricane Irene hit in 2011. Yes, you were sharing Completely that story. flooded my basement. I wake up at 3 in the morning. There go the golf clubs. <laughs> there goes the case of CDs. Yep. And everything got destroyed. Was it floating? It was floating. <laughs> it was floating. I, I was, I was devastated and fascinated yeah. all at all the, the same, same time. time. So dove in <laughs> <laughs> and rescued that naughty right. by nature yeah. CD, nineteen ninety three, which yeah, is one that I that uh, that I wore out. And you know, uh, our, our guest today is DJ KG, who was one of the three members of Naughty by Nature. KG, great to see you again. Thanks for making time. Thanks for being no here, problem. Bro. Thanks for having us. Should have called me up. I would have dove in, guys. At least our catalog, I would have got it. <laughs> Nobody yeah. else's problem. Yeah, Wilson Phillips, Weird Al Yankovic. That, that can stay underwater, yeah, but not by nature. That would have been a little selfish. Uh, well, NBA, we don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> not by nature. Every play, every play, a little, little royalty. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's good, good to see you again. And, you know, KG and I know each other from, from basketball. Yeah. And, you know, Another so. one of your contacts through basketball. I tell you, basketball I'm, is the link. Basketball playing, brings people together. I'm playing the wrong sport. communication device. I'm playing the wrong Sport. The good old JCC. Yeah, hey, JCC. Hey, Krishna, no, no, no. I, I, I loved yeah. it. You know, KG played uh, for a synagogue. Yes. You know, we had Derek on last week. He played for a synagogue. <laughs> right. People are looking around like, what is going on? I tell you, yeah, Judaism is really opening yeah, its doors. We opened right. it all at, least in, at least in basketball. At least yeah. in basketball. No ringers. Yeah. So, so you know, we're looking forward to hearing your story, of course, as a performer and as a dad. So, so bring us back. Tell us about you know your upbringing in music. How you got into music. I got into DJing, like I said, um, about age of 13, 14. And then I was just in my basement doing it on my own, just mm -hmm. practicing. And then I seen this movie, Wild Style. I just really, 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 really fell in love with DJing. And I had a friend that lived down the street from me that shared the common goal, man. Me and him both got mm -hmm. into music together and loved DJing. We had these Mitch Max turntables. And every day at the school, we would just go down there and just practice and practice. What was that, in the early 90s? No, this is way before ninety. The eighties. Yeah, the mid eighties. Oh, this is like KG's younger than he than. Or, so we're like, like he's older than he looks, kind of but he looks young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But came out of South Bronx, right? Yeah. So this was early. This was like mid mid eighties. Yeah, it was right after the South Bronx fight. This is after exactly. the riots. Yeah. This is mid eighties. Yeah. So. Oh, you're on the we tippy were, top. Yeah, we were doing all of that and just coming up in East Orange, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But that's how I started, just DJing first with my Good. man. With my man Mel, his name was Melvin Dinkins. Yeah. No. And, and did you call yourself DJ KJ back then? Mm, no. Actually, I didn't even have a name. Because it was all about the names. We had Kumo D, yeah. LL Cool yep. J. Yep. No name yet, though. No, no. No name. No name. No was, name. And were, were you in middle school? Uh, Yeah, middle school. Yeah. And they bring you in? Did you have your stuff? They bring you in? You well, get coming into money? high school. Coming yeah. into high school. Yeah, I was did just coming into high school at that time. And did you do any, like... Like parties, did you go out there? And no, just no, all in your nothing, basement? nothing, none of that. Did anybody know that you're musical? It was just all a big secret. 
Uh, just a little hobby. Yeah. Just something because mm-hmm. I wasn't good. None, neither one of us. Neither one of us was good. Yeah. We're good at the time. You know, mm-hmm. we were just. We was started go. We started after we started getting into that. We started mm-hmm. getting more into the culture and loving yeah. the culture of hip hop. Yeah. So we started going to shows. They used to have shows around the corner from okay. us at the Fellowship Civic Center. They had mm-hmm. this place called the Rally Racket. Mm-hmm. They had this another place called Our Lady Help a Christian. It was a church, mm-hmm. but they would have concerts there. Gotcha. So we were mm-hmm. young and we would just go to those shows. Mm-hmm. So the other two guys in Naughty by Nature were Vin Rock and Treach. Were these friends of yours growing up? Well, me and Vin were friends mm-hmm. because Tretch is actually from the different a different side of town of East Orange. Okay. So when you it's it's just like here, yeah, like in, in, over in, in in this area, when you in um like you know like the um elementary schools or the middle schools, they they, they you only go with your your size, yes. mm-hmm. and then everybody come together in high school. Yes. Right. It's the same thing gotcha. in East Orange. So Tretch was in a different school, mm-hmm. and from me and Vin, me and Vin knew each other because we were in the same school system um, even growing up. Mm-hmm. I was from 18th Street, Vin's from 15th Street. All right. So we went to the same school over there. We went to um, Kentop School and Stockton School, and Tretch went to a different school gotcha. over there. He went yeah. to Elmwood on the mm-hmm. other side. Okay. So then once we got to the high school, it was only one high. It was actually two high schools back then. There's only one now, but it was two high schools. It was Scott High School, mm-hmm. which went one side of East Orange, mm-hmm. and yeah. then our side, which actually combines with treaches yeah. when he got to high school that was all east orange high school yeah, right? that's east orange. so once we got the to east campus. orange high school yeah once we got there that's when we formed with tretch mm-hmm. well vin and tretch because i was a great hide in them you were okay i was a great hide in them vin and tretch were in classes together i was a great hide in them right. and that's how naughty by nature got actually formed because i was just djing vin was always breakdancing uh-huh. hmm. <laughs> and doing a beatbox he actually started out as a beatboxer and, yeah. and a break dancer that yeah a skill. and he used to hang with um a friend of mine that lived directly across the street from me mm-hmm. yeah so as they as because as 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 i was getting better and better mm-hmm. and getting deeper into music i had my turntables now uh, no longer in the basement i moved into well, my yeah. son porch yeah. so yeah so yeah. i used to play it loud, loud. so everybody, so everybody would hear it and, and, my, and, and my friends and all of them would be break dancing while uh-huh. i was practicing so Vim was one of the guys. One of the that more be- popular movies of the. Uh, the yeah, so is it like the music videos where yeah. everyone from the neighborhood kind of comes out to the yard and just having kinda a kind of sorta, I guess. Yeah, I, the, yeah, I guess, yeah, because even when it got to a latest um, point, you know, guys they used to just be hanging outside, even on the block. When I got into producing, mm-hmm. they used to just be dancing to the beats while I was producing and making music yeah. upstairs. So yeah. I just have the window open or whatever yeah. and just making the beats and all the time. And they just they'll tell me still to this day, it's be like, yeah, I used to, you know, we used to just be outside, just just rocking out to you while you just were making oh, beats. Oh, that's well, awesome. Real quick, who, who's your inspiration? I mean, what, mm-hmm. what music were you, were you mixing back and forth? All kinds of music, man. I got music from my uncle, yeah. crates. I would just raid people's houses. <laughs> Anybody. Somebody like, that came across a coach of mine, you know, or somebody that's just going up and just be like, or a neighbor, just be like, hey, you got records? Yeah. Uh, can, do you want to get rid of them? Mm-hmm. No, Any Stevie Wonder? Really. Any Stevie Wonder? Of course. But it was all of kinds course. of music. It all kinds of music. Yeah, R&B, everything. Yeah. But you no, made no, it. all kinds of music. That was a skill. All kinds of music. You know, like, shoot. Like, I mean, when we did New Style, we had all kinds of records. We had this song called Bring the Rock on top of hip hop. So we had rock music fused on there. We used Way before Run DMC when they joined with uh, Eros. It was about that yeah, time. Yeah. Because that was the vibe. And yeah. I, yeah, that was the vibe. We used mm-hmm. um, the Eagles. I, I can't tell you why. <laughs> Like wow. we did a bunch of different stuff. That's like I'd yeah. love to hear Cage. I'd love to hear Cage's mixtapes. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you you had mixtapes, right? Not the not the uh, playlist. Legit mixtapes. Well, that was the time for it. But uh, to be honest, I yeah. never even really really did those. Yeah. I did them just to practice on yeah. them. 
you know, and like I said, um, we started off doing that, and then Vim was breakdancing out there to the sounds and everything. So then I, um, as a senior in East Orange High School, there was a talent show. And this mm -hmm. was the very first time mm -hmm. I ever did something and very, very first time we ever did anything mm -hmm. as a group. Okay. And we wasn't even naughty by nature or nothing. We just, I just said, three hey, I'm guys. Gonna, yeah, just three <laughs> guys. So I said, I told Vin, I said, I'm going to do something for this, my senior talent show. Mm -hmm. I want you to beatbox and I'm going to scratch. Hmm. So we started practicing. Mm -hmm. And then we, we both just, we both figured, well, why don't we get an MC? And I was just like, uh, I don't know who. He was like, I know this guy in my health class mm -hmm. named Tiny. You know, and his name was Tiny, and mm -hmm. they called him Tiny T. And then it became Tiny T Treachery, and okay. then it became Tretch. Ah. That's, right. that's the evolution of Tretch. We did the talent show mm -hmm. with Tretch as the MC, Vin Beatboxing. Mm -hmm. It went across good. I scratched in the Beastie Boys. Mm -hmm. It's the new style. We had no name. It was just, they just was like, hey, we have Kyrgyz. <laughs> You know, senior <laughs> coming out doing it, and I just scratched in. It's the new style, and from there we just started calling ourselves the new style. The mm -hmm. new style. Yep, and we just that was the beginning of what we started off. Yeah. With. So how did you get discovered as you know a million seller artist? You know, what was the turning point where you were making records and going in the studio and basically becoming an international sensation in the hip hop world? Right. Well, after that talent show, it came across so well that we felt like we had something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we started doing talent shows, started doing local talent yeah. shows around the way, and we started winning. Started mm -hmm. winning. Everybody started loving us. We mm -hmm. started building a following up. So then they started having these contests where they, they would have the crowds judge. Mm -hmm. So we started... That's what, that was the birthday of even our merchandise. Mm -hmm. So we started making t-shirts and we had a whole crew. We started coming deep <laughs> and everybody, they would judge the crowd, but they felt like we had so many people in there mm -hmm. that we kind of were favoring the crowd yeah. and we were overloading the crowd. So then they started bringing judges in like uh -huh. Bismarcky. That's when we first wow. met him. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Cool V oh and gosh. the Cool DJ Red yeah. Alert. Yeah. A lot of guys like that started coming and Mark the 45 King. Very that was nice. our first introduction oh to the gosh. flavor unit yes. of Latifa and those guys. <laughs> So they started bringing guys like that in, and we still were winning. Yeah. So, we so they thought they, they thought by bringing in these old school, you they know, were, they legit were, they people, were leveled out the that, you know the field so to say okay, well let's let's see if they are really that yeah. good or if it's just a crowd favorite. Uh -huh. We still were winning. So we just felt like we had something, and we just said, what's the next step? What's the natural evolution? Mm -hmm. Well, let's start trying to make mm -hmm. this these routine things we're doing, and yeah. in, in in our shows. Yeah. And start making records. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people always ask, like, why do you guys, you know, where does the party element come from? Why do you guys make feel good or dance mm -hmm. music? And that party feel, it, it started because our routines, we did it to win talent shows. Yeah. So it was all party orientated, all, all call and response, yeah. all stuff that dealt with parties. And, yeah. and we just carried that over to our record making mm -hmm. process. So that's how we started in the mm -hmm. studio and we started making records as new style. Yeah. Gotcha. As the new style. So an observation. I, I really felt that Naughty by Nature mm -hmm. kind of saved rap and hip-hop for mm -hmm. the suburban audience. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. So when Randy and I were growing up, we loved Cool Mo D, we loved Run DMC, we loved uh, Eric B. Rakim, yep. Yep. right? It was accessible rap yep. to essentially white affluent or white middle class towns, mm -hmm. right? I grew up in Livingston. My, my brother was a, was a DJ yeah. around the same time. And then you had 
NWA and Public Enemy, which, which mm -hmm. I love. Artists yeah. in every way, straight mm -hmm. out of Compton. I think it's a great film. Oh, I love it. Yeah, well love done. Yeah. Well but done. But they transformed the way we heard lyrics well, that's and it. what they used. I don't think there were a lot of soccer moms playing NWA nah. in the minivan. Nah. <laughs> so along comes Naughty by Nature. Mm -hmm. I'm like a junior, senior in high school. Yep. And OPP was our jam in marching band. So we're predominantly white marching band in Livingston. And <laughs> we're trying to play it on our saxophones and flutes. And, you know, we got the, the arms, hey, arms waving. But that was OPP. But then you had Hip Hop Hooray. That was yeah. my freshman year in college. Yeah. You would hear that uh, being played before basketball games right. and other sporting events. And it became an anthem, but an anthem for everybody. Right. So, so do you agree that... You know, your music was accessible to everybody, or that, were you absolutely, certain absolutely. And a lot of people tend to say, like, that's why I say that. Um, a lot of people tend to say that, or ask us, or think we made it a certain way to make crossover music or try to do whatever. And we're like, no, we just that's our interpretation of hip hop, you know. And like I said, it started from us having to do talent shows, mm -hmm. having to, t to win people over. And the way you did it was to incorporate the crowds. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And that's why we over. won these talent shows yeah. all the time, because we had stuff that we would do with the crowd mm -hmm. and have the crowd involved with our show. And that process, that's why you have, you down with OPP, then the crowd. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> and then, hey, well, yeah. Well, that was what the we learned about that with, uh, with Freddie Mercury in terms of what they discovered. Is exactly. That, 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 and so did were you influenced by some of those bands? Uh, absolutely yeah. and even seeing that movie yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody I saw that too and I was just like dad he had the same eye state yeah. as us yeah. like that and, and that's why a lot of people I mean, I'm trying to get my wife to watch it she yeah. won't watch it but I'm just like dad you need to watch Bohemian Rhapsody and what they were trying to do as a whole and it's exactly yeah. what we were trying you get to get everybody everybody's part of the show right uh, and, and it didn't even need to know what OPP stood <laughs> for nope. it was just it was just edgy enough <laughs> without having to say it uh, where everyone could just get in and have a good time and sing along and like you say go back and forth with the band yep. yeah, yeah and it was and, and like I said we started off as new style mm -hmm. and those records I was talking yeah. about with the um the Eagles and all of that different stuff, that was on the New Style project. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, if you guys get a chance, you know, try to dig it up. Oh, right. it's, it's a pink in my basement. Yeah, it's a pink <laughs> it's a pink cover. Yeah. You know, I have a flat top fade on there. Well, that was what's his face from uh Kid Play. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have Play. that haircut. Yeah, party, one and two. yeah I have that haircut. <laughs> you know, it's me been in trench though. And it's called the New Style. It's called Independent Leaders. Yeah. And we had the single called Scuffing Those Knees. Hmm. And the album's called Independent Leader, but it was New Style. And it actually came out, speaking of Jersey and classic yeah. hip-hop, it came out through Bon Ami, hmm. which was a reintroduction or a low-key label for Sugar Hill Records. Yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Sugar Hill had, yeah. had came back as Bon Ami, yeah. and mm -hmm. we were one of the artists on there. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work out for us, and that was our learning step or, or introduction into the game. Yeah. And... Tough life lesson, but you learned. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But that was our, our I mean, like I said, like a lot of people can be mad about situations like that. I choose to not be mad. I just feel like you learn a lot because we learned different things. We knew what to do from that point and we knew what not to do from that point. And we knew like moving forward, the type of people that we had to surround ourselves with. So we started making moves from there. And we just looked at it like, okay, this is how it goes. Mm -hmm. This is the music industry. There's an evolution mm -hmm. of what you need yeah. to know. Yeah, yep. you just can't give up. You gotta keep going. And right. you're always at the mercy of your audience tastes yep. too, right? Whatever trends are happening, that's that's what they're gonna listen to. Yeah. Hopefully, you still have your core audience. Yeah. Do you ever think about today's today's musicians? I mean, 
we're here in my, you know, in our home. I've got my computer. I got GarageBand. What's it like to kind of see the how music has evolved? I think it's dope. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's creativity, no yeah. matter how mm -hmm. you put it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm one to embrace the digital um, aspect of the game and the evolution of it. You know, like you mentioned, we started off with boards mm -hmm. and tape machines and different stuff, which was different, but it's what you're used to doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now that it is digital now and it's more on the computer and everything, it's still all about being creative. Mm -hmm. And I, I wouldn't call it cheating yeah. or saying it's, it's, it's too much easier. Yeah. I mean, it's just a different aspect and it's just a different approach to it, really, mm -hmm. to be honest. So all these YouTubers that are coming out and suddenly getting famous, it's, yeah. it's, it's all it's just another avenue to find talent? Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. And it, it allows people, you know, because even back then, it's, it, it was still independent labels. I mean, we came out eventually after we finished with the whole Sugar Hill, Bon Ami thing, we eventually ended up on Tommy Boy, which is an independent yeah. label. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... With that being said, I mean, it's the same thing as now. And if you think about Sleeping Bag and mm -hmm. all of those different Next Plateau, mm -hmm. all those different record companies that were back then, they were independent labels. Mm -hmm. It's different. same now. It's a bunch of independent labels. And guys are just doing it on their own. And a lot of people did it on their own even back then. When you think about the game now, you know, it's all, everything's a cycle. Yeah. Sure. Nothing's really changed. It kind of looks or seems different. Yeah, but, you, but it's not yeah. fully different. Yeah. But I know exactly what you guys are kind of yeah. saying, though, when you're yeah. saying, like, like, the digital thing does make it a little bit different to do because it's like before in order for you to even record something you mm -hmm. have to go into a real studio yeah, right. and put it on a tape yeah. now everybody has laptops because you do come you know homework yeah, or absolutely. you do work on laptops yeah. and you can actually just put a laptop in your bedroom and just put it in record yeah. and just record just record mm -hmm. you know but me being a talent evaluator and always looking for talent I embrace it because who knows? You, never, you know, you have, might have that kid, you. exactly, yeah. or that kid that can't get to a major city yeah. that's in Wisconsin mm -hmm. or that's in Utah mm -hmm. or that's in anywhere, in Jersey somewhere, yeah. that can't afford a studio or yeah. can't make it to a studio but is able to just record himself. So it levels a playing yeah. field. Right, and it allows, you, you know, allows really people to be, um, to be discovered. What are some of the things you're working on now? Um, I have a, Actually, I have a girl out right now, right now called Leah Janae. Mm -hmm. Okay. She was on the four. She was one of the top uh, finalists on the four mm -hmm. last season. And it's a really good project. Mm -hmm. And she's 18 years old. Oh, young kid. Yeah, she's really young. Probably, swing, probably sings pretty. Oh, she's really yeah, good. Yeah. She's really good. You get a chance, go check her out. She's from the four. Just look up Le Leah Janae, the four, mm -hmm. and it'll pop up. She's a Jersey product. Mm -hmm. She's out of Newark, New Jersey. Hmm. So it's great. It's um, It feels good for me to be able That's to develop a product from Your home. Backyard. Yeah. Yep, right in my own backyard. And what I did with her, like I said, with her being so young and being 18, I made a project called Leah Meets Nina. So I took all Nina Simone records. Ah. Yep. Very smart. That's... I took all Nina Simone records and I... Um, so I you invented the mashup. You invented the mashup. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you get enough credit for that. You were yeah. the king of mash. Yeah, before match really happened. back to the mixtape right? mentality. Yeah, it's a ABC, right? Yeah. ABC. Yeah. Speaking of mixtape yeah. too, yeah. though... Um, mm -hmm. The whole mixtape mentality. We actually are on a tour this summer. Yeah? Yeah, on a mixtape tour. That's what it's called. Really? It's yeah. called the mixtape tour. Where are you going to be? Where are you headed? It's everywhere. Yeah? 57, 57 City Tour. As it's, Naughty by Nature? As Naughty by Nature. Wow. But we're with New Kids on... It's, it's New Kids on the Block yeah. tour. Yeah. yeah. Featuring New Kids on the Block, Naughty by Nature, Salt and Pepper, mm -hmm. Tiffany. Wow. Yep. 
and Debbie Gibson. Oh, that's all 80s, man. Yeah, <laughs> or, or early 90s. Oh, oh my yeah. god, it's like Total Request Live. Oh my, my wife, my wife, upstairs, right? my go. wife upstairs going, "Oh my god, I gotta go to this concert. I gotta go to this show." Yep, and it's coming I'll to Jersey. Yeah. We'll be down it. We'll be down in Jersey at yeah. the Central Center. Yeah, that's so yeah. cool. Oh, we have yep. to go. Starts uh, May. Thing we start rehearsals in Cincinnati April twenty like twenty seventh, something like that. I and love we that. we start out there in Cincinnati and mm-hmm. then. Shoot, we, it runs all the way to the middle of July. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, and, and you love perform. You like touring and, oh, and nothing, singing the old songs. Nothing's better. Than yeah, that. yeah, nothing beats. It's an incredible natural. Just you just go out there and they. It's it's great. It's great, especially you know to see the appreciation and and the love that people even after all this time that people mm-hmm. still have for those songs and what you've done, <laughs> and especially classic. you know not even that it's 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 our it's I guess you would call it our job, but it's. Sort of a hobby, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and what we love to do, and and you know, to be able to do something you love to do as a job, yeah, and mm-hmm. get paid for it. You never it. work a day in your life, yeah, and yeah. get paid for it. I mean, what beats that? But you're making people happy, though, too, right? Right. That's and, the that's the and, goal. And you're happy doing yeah. it. That's the great thing. So one question we do have: we talk about dads. As a matter of fact, the name of this the name of our episode today is "Down with Dad." Okay. <laughs> so you're a dad. How many kids do you have? Three. Three. How old are they? Three kids. I have a, um, a son that's 26. Okay. Yep. I have a son, KJ, is 26. I have a young, um, another son that's 19 years old. Okay. I call him Cool. His name's Cool. His name is Jalen, but we call him Cool. <laughs> and then my youngest is a daughter, Jada. Jada. All right. She's um 18. Cool's like for the movie she's Parenthood. She's in college yeah. right now. Uh, cool. Yep. So she's where she go to school? Purdue. Purdue. Oh, wow. Go Purdue. Oh, yeah. 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 Big win over Villanova. Yeah. Purdue, yeah, yeah so Purdue. And so, 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 wait, wait, so, yeah. so you're not just uh, bad to the dad, you're bad to the granddad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. actually oh. KJ has a um a daughter, so I have a granddaughter named Zuri. What will they call you? Oh, K-pop. K-pop? K-pop. <laughs> Dude, no kidding, K-pop. Yeah, K-pop. Everybody, that's awesome, Yeah, I love that. K-pop. So that's so cool. So uh, I guess with the older kids, you know, you go on tour, it's a different kind of experience, but for the younger ones, right, what's it like being on tour, being a dad? Um, it's cool. It's cool. Like they don't like the kids. Don't they just be like ah whatever? They just they actually just started like following me on social media and different stuff. So they, they have do. no idea who you really are. They do. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. They just don't care. <laughs> That's so awesome. They're just like, like any other dad. Any other yeah. Dad. They just like ah. I don't care. They just like he's corny. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not even yeah, dad. and it's not even that kind of music really yeah, anyway. Funny. So they're just yeah. like ah. Like our, like not too long ago, um, they had this spoof of um, one of the records that I did on one of my artists um, on Too Close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had the guy, the comedian, did the baby, why you mm-hmm. lying? Yeah. So one of the um, comedians did that. So they, my daughter and all of them were playing all of that. So one day I just heard it and I was just laughing. I said, you know, I did that. That's my song. She was like, get out of here. I was like, no, seriously. <laughs> she was like, fun. really? I said, yeah. I said, that's um, Nexus record. Remember RL? She was like, yeah. I said, yeah, that's their record. Too close. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. That's and so then funny. just brushed it off. See, that is so... I guess what I love about our show. I mean, we, yeah. beat, we beat lots of dads. And the truth is, in our own minds, we're amazing, great people. Outside of the world in which we live, we are stars and heroes to many. But in our own families... Yeah, you're nothing but dad. So yeah, you just dad, and you just ah, you're corny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, are they yeah. into music, your kids? Um, a little bit, yeah, a uh-huh. little bit. You know, our kids, all kids, got the iPods yeah. into music. Yeah. My son goes to my studio every once in a while. He's um calling himself developing some artists and whatever. I've been trying to tell him for years to go and find something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like yo, you. you 
those kids are your age mm-hmm. and I'm looking for stuff that yeah. that's your age. You yeah. guys know what's, what's happening yeah. and what's popping at your age. So give it to me. Go find mm-hmm. it and go develop it. Mm-hmm. So they're they're coming around to it. And so um, what does your wife do for a living? She just regular works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just regular works. And especially her, she don't... She's not music or anything at all? Nah, she don't. She Did don't. she know of you when she was growing up? And I've been with my wife since I was six, 15, 16. Oh, so, wow. you, so you're like high school sweethearts. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's nice. Yeah, I met her in high so school. So she, she can say, I knew you when. So yeah, get off that get off yeah. that horse of yours. I remember when you were snapping those fifteen year old punk. Just learning scratch. Me and my wife's been together thirty plus years. That's oh. fantastic. Who, who's the good cop and who's the bad cop when you were raising your kids? Or did it, was it she's situational? The, she's the good cop. She's I mean, <laughs> nah. I've been on the road and doing everything, man. To be honest, my wife raised those kids. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like seriously, she raised them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She raised them. I mean, because I've just been so much for the last twenty. Five plus years mm-hmm. in and out, in and out. Like I said, my oldest is twenty six. Yeah, twenty six, and he and he was born in ninety three. Soon mm-hmm. as hip hop Ray was coming out, yeah, mm-hmm. we were on promo. Um, and we, I remember, we were in Cleveland, and I had to fly back when he was born. Mm-hmm. Hip hop Ray was just coming out. Yep. So, wow, there you so, have it. So she's been she's been trooping and and taking care of yeah. the home. Shout out to say mom. mom. Yeah, number one hardest job number in the world. Job, oh, definitely, dad. Absolutely, maybe yeah. in the top fifty. Yeah, we yeah, exactly. exactly. Well, that was exactly. our first show. We yeah. said mom is the most difficult. Who was number two again? Was that the uh, anyone working in an underground coal mine? Number yes. three is anyone who's cleaning the Verrazano Bridge. bridge. Yes. And then you have nurses, and they got firemen. Got firemen, got to be high. Law yeah. enforcement. Yeah, dads, yeah, right? dads are not even but top dads, 50. Dads, nah. Is, that's, you know, easy nah. comparison. Yeah. So, KG, when you were around, what were some of the fun things that you like to do with your kids? Uh, go to games. Mm-hmm. Like, as my son got older, my older son, we um, play basketball with him. Yeah. He would mm-hmm. um, play basketball with, with us, with the older guys, and come with us. And, um... Just, you know, just doing stuff on the weekend and just our vacations and all of yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I said, a lot of the stuff that we did growing up, I mean, I, I missed a lot of it because of being on the road. Mm-hmm. But we had time, you know, as a family to do a lot of vacation and a lot they of They come out and visit things. you on tour? Not every once in a while. Yeah. yeah not not as, as we got into the other two. Mm-hmm. Not as much. Yeah. Because it was just too many, yeah. too many at that point. But when it was just me, my wife, and KJ, yeah, mm-hmm. they would come out a lot more. Hmm. Will your family join you on, on this upcoming Yeah, tour yeah, me and my kids? daughter. I was talking to my daughter the other day, and she was like, okay, so let me figure out when I'm going to come out there. Have they seen you perform yet? Yeah. And do they go? Come but back? not a lot, though. No, they don't no. even come. It's almost like they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'd imagine this. This might make you, as they call it, legit. Uh. In their eyes, they all they yeah. they know. Yeah, especially my middle son, he knows I'm legit because yeah. he he out of all of them, yeah, out of the three, my middle son keeps a naughty gear, yeah, hoodie mm-hmm. on, a t-shirt or a hat, <laughs> always got it on. He's always keeping it on. So he's the one that that runs. We call it the shield. Mm-hmm. He always he runs hard with the shield. Yeah, KJ, that's <laughs> yeah. my oldest. KJ, yeah. 
he's just like he's in his own life now. Yeah, yeah, he's like, ah, like whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever pops. Yeah, they whatever. And then my daughter you, yeah. is just like she's the youngest, so she's just the music's not really her style of music. Yeah, yeah. and she she just now I think is starting to come around to yeah. it. Cause she hit me um, from college one day and was like, "Dad, laughing." She was like, "Look at what me and my friends are watching." She was like, "Yeah, we just watching a bunch of your videos on YouTube." And, <laughs> like, ah, yeah. and then she hit me back. Is that like, with the hair of the kids? She was like, "Yeah, she was like, yeah, like, the the braids." Yeah, 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 she was like, "They're loving it," and she was just like, I, "And I was like, I was laughing." She was like, "You're so lame, though." I mean, I was like, ah. like we can never, we can never be cool enough. Even when we're doing cool stuff, we can never be cool enough. Even that not give you cred, man. Yeah, that is so funny. <laughs> the Giants win the Super Bowl a few years ago. Of course, Jason Pierre-Paul mm-hmm. was, you know, one of the studs, yeah. studs of that game. J- down with JPP, and yeah. you come and perform in the Super Bowl celebration. Yes. Yep. Did you see an uptick uh, of, of of interest again in Naughty by Nature because of that event? Or you talking about far sports? Far as sports, but as far as you know, maybe more downloads. So you know, I know oh, you, yeah, you do kind of a parody absolutely. of your own song, yeah, right? Absolutely. Down with JPP. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yup. And and to be honest. Thanks to, and shout out to Carl Banks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Legendary Carl Banks, Mm -hmm. the Giants. He, um, he reached out to us and told us that they were, um, that the Giants were kind of doing something like that on their own Mm -hmm. with JPP because he was starting to come around and become a stud and they were like, JPP, JPP, you down with JPP? So they started, he was like, you guys should come in and do something with him and meet him. So we, we came in and we met him. We gave him some naughty gear. And then we started, you know, doing the whole JPP yeah, thing. Yeah. And that was the beginning of our whole real, real relationship Revival. with the Giants. Yeah. yeah, the viral thing. So here's okay. something that's remarkable. You're you're a kid having a dream, scratching, just not even having any clue where you're going to be. But you fight, you fight your passion, your love, and you come up with the song OPP. And yet here, X number of years later, I mean, that's like, that's like living a dream. Absolutely. That this guy, JPP, who would have thought, you know, that doesn't happen. And now you're back on this tour that's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like it's like a gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. And who knew, right? Right. You never couple know. of knucklehead kids in high school exactly. came together by a fluke. Exactly. <laughs> From East Orange, New Jersey, just 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 came together in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, came together in high school, shared a common goal, mm-hmm. and eventually just crossed paths mm-hmm. and made one path together mm-hmm. and, and it and it worked. That's fantastic. Like, I mean, like I said, like who you couldn't have scripted better, especially for us. So when's the movie coming out? Oh, soon. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? I have to imagine. That's no, no, but movie. we're actually talking to Flavor Unit. Yeah. And shout out to Flavor Unit, too, mm-hmm. who were very, very instrumental mm-hmm. in, in our careers, especially after the new style and yeah. when we were revamping everything and coming back as Naughty by Nature. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they gave us the platform yeah. mm-hmm. to really, really elevate what we were yeah. doing. And Mark 45 King, Shaquem, Latifah, Apache, rest in peace to Apache. Oh, wow. Those guys, Lakem, Lati, you know, Double J, all of those guys, man. Um, Lord Ali Baski, man, Lati, like I said, um, Lakem Shabazz. It's a story that has to be told. I mean, just all those names. And most people understand that the music listening today is a foundation of what you guys created. Yeah, that it's because of you. What came out of South Bronx came to you. They have no. They don't realize that connection. The music you have. Yeah, yeah, have and I mean, even story. with that, like I said, like we started. We we came up as 
like if you look at us, it's one DJ, two MCs. So we mm -hmm. started off, you know, patterned out the run DMC. Mm -hmm. That's who we really, really love. And that's why I said, if you listen to our first new style yeah. record, it was kind of like a run DMC feeling thing, uh -huh. you know, infusing rock and all mm -hmm. kinds of different stuff. Because uh, I know your time is special. We, we always ask our, our dads for what we call dad vice. All right, you want some dad vice. Yeah. So for all our bad dads out there listening, what's some dad vice you have for them? Number one, have a great wife. <laughs> you not you gotta have a great <laughs> wife, really. Like seriously, uh -huh. seriously. Like it's I said, I mean, yeah, especially for me. But you know, you guys know as well too. Yeah. You know, the mom is the backbone, especially mm -hmm. with the kids. You know, like you say, the soccer moms and all of that. Like when when the dads are really trying to make it happen at home, especially financially. Mm -hmm. You know, you need the, the backbone to take care of it and and make sure the kids are are, are straight and narrow. So. That's number one. Also, outside of that, man, just, you know, as a dad, just take care of your responsibilities. Even if you're home, you know, if everything is not 100% right at home and sometimes it doesn't work out and, you know, sometimes divorces happen or different things like that happen, you know, just maintain a great relationship with your kids and just remain to just being a solid and, and good dad. That's mm -hmm. all you really, or the best you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's amen, brother. Yeah. Amen. Our guest on Bad to the Dad has been DJ KG, and uh, I want you to know, you, you know, your music still matters. It matters to especially the, the, the Randy <laughs> and Adam Jewish guys. Yeah. yeah, but you know, now now I'm, 50s, I'm, I'm right? teaching it to my kids. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm playing it in the car, and they're moving their arms around, oh, and they're hip hop around. It's fantastic. And uh, it's now, magical. now the next generation is enjoying it, and I'm glad that you're still touring. We have to see this yes, tour. Yes, I'm going to go check out the show. You know, I'm into comedy, and one yes. of my biggest regrets was not seeing George Carlin play. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So now I'm, yeah. I'm going to regret if Naughty by Nature. No, we're coming to town. We're going. And Hip Hop Array and OPP yeah. is, is, is being play, are being yeah. played live somewhere. We're going. I feel like I have to be in that we're arena. Going. Yeah, you have to. Have to you have arena. to. You have to experience it. So you said 50, 57 tour dates? Is that yeah, it? we have 57 tour dates. Uh -huh. You know, like now Will Smith has this whole bucket list thing he's running around with. Just make sure you guys put that on the bucket list. Well, it's going to be the bucket list. Everybody out there, even your listeners as well, right. you guys out there... You know, make sure you put this on your bucket list. You have to see Naughty by Nature live. You have to experience, right. you know, the unofficial hip-hop anthem live. That's what we call <laughs> hip-hop array. The unofficial hip-hop anthem. So make sure you experience it live. And you will look around and you will see all kinds of people Absolutely. around it. Because, again... All ages, too. Sports, ages. every time it's played. And yeah. All kinds of people are, are, are moving their arms to that. Mm. DJ KG, thanks so thanks much for, for taking coming. the time. Yes. Come in and speak with us. We are bad to the dead. So first of all, download Naughty by Nature mm. music wherever you find music. iTunes on iTunes. 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 Give them the royalties. Title, <laughs> Spotify, yeah. everywhere. You can stream it live. And like I said, most importantly, make sure you come and check us out on this 57 City Arena Tour. It's called the Mixtape Tour. It's New Kids on the Block featuring Naughty by Nature, Salt and Pepper, um, Tiffany, and Debbie Gibson. It'll so bring you back. Right? It'll bring oh, you back. One more, one more thing, too. Like I said, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> you have on a Yankees yeah. hoodie right now. We have a new collaboration with MLB. No kidding. We have a campaign called Fantastic. Down with MLB. Dude. Really? Yes, yes. We're Down with MLB. So now we're doing, we're taking the song OPP. And it's, you down with MLB? Who yeah, you know me. Yes, here we go. Almost this is the new campaign years. for 2019? It's going to, well, we're doing it now. So it would... It depends how quick it can turn around. It's most it can most likely 
probably be ready for at least by the middle of the season, oh, at least by, by playoffs. By the All-Star game, I bet you by the All-Star game. By All-Star but game. But sweatshirts, t-shirts, the whole thing? Oh, oh, no, no, that's coming. Yeah. The, 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 the merchandise is coming, but the campaign song, the song yeah. is coming later. Okay. But the merchandise is coming, like, soon, like, within, like, weeks. And we announced it here. I'm bad of the dead. So now what you can exactly, <laughs> yeah. this is the first, this is the, the major announcement. <laughs> so what you will see is, is your major league team yeah. logo mm-hmm. combined with the Naughty by Nature logo. Nature. So oh. you'll see Yankees by Nature. Oh. It'll be Yankees logo by Nature. A little kid from East Orange, New Jersey, man. Right. And it's fitting too because you got the Naughty by Nature logo with the bat. We've always had the bat <laughs> yeah, at the, right bottom. On the, on the bottom. So it's fitting to, to merge with Major League oh, Baseball. Man, so this is cool. Yeah. So glad I woke up today and did this show. <laughs> yeah. KG, thank you so much, brother. Thank yeah, you. No problem. Thanks, guys. Thanks you for having thank me. Thank you, KG. We are Bad to the Dead. Download us wherever you find podcasts. This is New Jersey right here. This is Bad to the Dad. We celebrate suburban dad life, Coach Randy and Adam D. You know, you can follow us on social media at Bad to the Dad. That's our Instagram account. Of course, you can find us on Facebook with pretty much the same handle, Bad to the Dad. Please visit our website. Interact with us on the website. It's www.badtothedad.com. You can see behind the scenes pictures of all the good fun that we're having with our guests here in Randy's basement studio the home studio the tomfoolery the tomfoolery the shenanigans the malarkey just good goings on here in the studio basement we actually do have a good time yeah have a good time no we do and you know unfortunately uh you know our our listeners don't see all the fun we're having before the guest (laughs) sits behind the mic and after the guest sits behind the mic oh you do see them signing stuff Mm -hmm. and you know take a picture of the the uh, what are we calling that? The shelf of stuff the that are the stuff, shelf of the, stuff that our guests have signed. Gatherings of gathers. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an impressive collection. We're it's probably going to need now. another. We're going to need another bookcase. I'm going to have to start to figure things out, hang things up. But we've got everybody signed. Everybody signed mm-hmm. something. I want to thank our guest DJ KG from Naughty by Nature. Had a great time with him. Was we sat. Up. We I think we sat with a legend, like a living legend, that transformed music. To what we have today. Yes, we did. But here's the thing about KG. He will never come off like a legend. He will never tell you, I was a big deal. No, modest, mm-hmm. down to earth, knows his stuff. Bright I guy. Mean, he threw, Bright guy. He threw out names and people, like who he knows. And it's, what I love is just the story about he self-taught, mm-hmm. had this dream, learned how to do it, learned how to do it, had a couple buddies in school... Decided to go out and do some shows and in people's some, backyards. People's backyards. So, so, so one day he's just spinning records mm-hmm. on the street, and the next day he's collaborating with Heavy D. Yeah, and what I love is the fact is he kept winning these shows. They tried to bring in outside ringers yep. to beat him, like Bismarcky and those kind of go- guys that to somehow beat him down. And he was they were that good. They were that good, and their music was fun. Uh, I don't recall it as being vulgar and disgusting. And no, you know, there's a couple of... Uh, it was edgy enough Yes. where it was interesting for people who followed rap and hip-hop. It was interesting enough for, for folks who really liked that kind of music, uh-huh. but it was accessible to all audiences. And I love how he taught it's the unofficial anthem of hip-hop. I think it is the anthem of hip-hop, but again, 
modest, unassuming guy, and just great to hang out with with DJ KG. He's got, you know, down with MLB, and of course, what I'm excited for, we've got to do it. We got to get tickets. We got to go see the the show. He's got fifty the mixtape, the mixtape show. show, fifty seven locations, mm. uh, starting soon. Uh, maybe you know, maybe you know, we get tickets and we'll drop him a note and say, hey, DJ KG, we're uh, we're coming into town. Come and watch your show. Maybe did you see my wife's face, Jessica's face, when she heard about who's going to be there in terms of new kids on the block and Debbie Gibson, Salt and Pepper, <laughs> Salt and Pepper, Tiffany, right, and Tiffany. She was like, oh my god. So uh, we're going to be there. Maybe we get a Bad to the Dad group to go. Um, another great guest, Adam. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, we, we, we make the show together. Right. You know, everyone has their ingredients, right? And when I say everyone, the two of us, we Absolutely. have our ingredients. We, we, we have a fine recipe for a show here. Really enjoying it. Show 10. Wow. So Jen, think about it. And we have we've another come show. come a long way because i got to tell you, our first few episodes, eh. We had some issues mar- with the mic. They were marginal. They were marginal. We had some issues. Well, they're marginal now. At the time, man, we thought we were money. Yeah. You know, we were cha-ching. <laughs> cha-ching. We were so proud of ourselves. We are still proud of ourselves. We're still growing. We're still learning. We're still 10 in. And we're, we love that you, the listeners, have come along for the ride and have given us a we chance. We want more comments. Week. We want likes. We need stars on iTunes so we can get likes. Yeah. Uh, go, we, go do that. Drop everything. And we do have another episode next week. This is episode 11. Yes. You gave it a, a, a clever name. I'll talk about the guest. You give it the name. It's called The School of Dad. The School of Dad. Oh, yes. that's right. Yes. yes. So we've got uh, educational leader, assistant mm. superintendent, mm. former principal, vice principal, and teacher, Matt Block. Matt Block. He is a dad himself. He yes. is, uh, he's got a, a daughter and a son. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids' ages, they're, they're good friends. Yep. And they're involved in a, a lot of stuff. But this is a guy who works really hard in the edu- education business. He just got business. his PhD yeah. a short while ago. He's uh, well-known. He uh, was a great connector for my wife and her current yes, job. Yes, uh, And he's so seen some things. So not only will he talk about his experience yep. as a dad... But boy, is he going to provide some observations of some some other parents and the wacky stuff they do. Dads in the school system. So it is uh, School of Dad next week for episode 11. Can't wait. We are bad to the dad. Thanks, dads. Have a great week. (sighs) 